White, who's also our treasurer. We're checking in with the, how things are going for countrymen uh, getting back home and the service providers uh, behind uh, uh, the moves with uh, taking on uh, this uh, responsibility. Very privileged to have the the boss from Marawara with us, uh, Diggy Bedford. He's the CEO. Hello, Diggy. Thank you for taking our call. Hi, Sandy. How are we? Uh, we're Hi. good. We're good. Of course, it was only floods uh, about a month ago keeping you guys in. Now it's just uh, mayhem with uh, getting Kandraman back home. Yeah, now well, we we live in a you know, land of excitement. You know, we we're blessed with everything: the rain, the river, the water, and just you know, our people up here. And it's these people that are a big asset. Uh, our walking libraries and uh, our keepers of cultural knowledge and that's very much uh, the business of operations behind Marawara working in with uh, communities and town established organisations how is the patrol being managed? Oh look I, I think in patrol crossing as per usual aunt, and we have this conversation all the time our greatest asset, asset are our people and the greatest asset that we have in patrol crossing is leadership shown you know when we're faced with these sorts of situations and um, you know we're blessed in patrol that we have that level of leadership and commitment and dedication to our mob and um, you know that's been forever so so we're yeah, we're pretty much up for it here now. We're, we're, we're faced with the same dire situations as everybody around Australia, and um, we're bracing. There's a lot of frustration and um, confusion and, and a lot of angst out here. But uh, I guess, you know, with our leadership, it's just showing, you know, it's time for, for calmness and time for um, extreme precautions. And so we're, we're, we're pretty much feeling it as it is right now, like the rest of the nation. But obviously we're here in Pittsburgh Crossing and our main focus is, is the protection and the, and the safety and security of our mob here in Pittsburgh. And we're doing everything possible that we can. Well, Fitzroy is a very unique location there, Diggy. I mean, it, it has... Uh, town communities of their own which have extended families from remote communities often uh, coming in overcrowding uh, can be uh, a problem at times but that's not unusual with um, families sharing uh, that's the aboriginal way isn't it no it is it is it is and you know um and we have to manage all of that as well you know, right now, Marawara, we've evacuated already about 100 people. 150, yeah, 150 we've evacuated and, you know, returned them back to their remote communities. Um, so we've, we're doing our best in terms of Marawara, um, helping relieve the situation, helping relieve the, you know, um, overcrowding situation here in town and... and, and providing some relief and 
for our communities and our organisations and, and our people, the most important ones. We're in Broome right now at the at the May Logal there. We're picking up all our Fitzroy people from there. And we, 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 we've enjoyed the great assistance and collaboration that we had with the Shire of Broome. Um, so one of our brother boys there, and he works there, and so they've get, given us great assistance. They've given him time off to go and identify the Fitzroy people off the Fitzroy Mail Oval, uh, the Broome Mail Oval, and um, yeah, we're going to transport them back here today. Because it's, it's still uh, 9 o'clock tonight uh, where they're going to be then uh, closing off access to some of these remote communities. What communities, Diggy, are you having to send uh, members back to with those remote places? Well, we have about 40-odd satellite communities in and around the Fitzroy Valley, and it's... it's um the members of those communities come in here and tell us they want to go back. So it could be anywhere from 150k east of Fitzroy to 120k west of Fitzroy. So in that vicinity, we have 40 communities. So we've been frantically here just reorganizing our resources, our, our personnel and our, and our you know, vehicles to get them back to their communities. So, yeah. So it's very... I understand some of them have been doing shopping and just uh, trying to get a little bit of business done before they take off as well. Yep, yep. Hey, look, um, I've got the chairman here. He might want to have a few words. Lovely, lovely. Because, yeah, he's in charge of coordinating all the responses and all the evacuations. So he's right here with me. His name's Anthony McClarty. Okay. Yes, please. Thank you, Diggy. Yep. Thank you. How are you, Sandy? I'm well, Anthony. Oh, thank you for stepping in and having a talk to us as well. Anthony, it's a, it's a privilege to just touch base. As I said to Diggy, Fitzroy Crossing is such a unique location in the central Kimberley, so it really has a large responsibilities uh, getting people uh, back on country. Uh, I, um, what's the mood been like how are people feeling about this? I think the mob here, they're putting, feeling pretty anxious, um, pretty concerned, um, because it's, I think, something we're all facing together as a nation. And as a community member here, um, we're doing our best to make people feel comfortable by taking them away from this township and into... Um, back into their communities so where people can be safe and away from the from the main roads and everything so that people can stay away from the disease. Are you having to do the same thing for people in Derby there, Anthony? Um, I'm not sure. Um, we haven't heard anything from Fitzroy of in Derby area yet. But hopefully we'll be hearing from them soon and we'll probably make, migrate there to pick people up from Derby as well. Has there been people uh, doing uh, shopping and stocking up on supplies before they head back over to their communities? Well, hopefully, well, we just come back from the wet and most of the communities, or some of them are cut off from, from the floodwaters, like Nukunba. Um 
for trucks and things like that to to deliver food and stuff. So Chaya and the community working hard for that one. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are shopping hard here. Um, we even get the odd um, whole uh, Fitzroy or Baby Mob coming here and doing shopping here as well. So you know, it's yes, and you mentioned that. It's a little bit difficult with floodwater still going down and the, the Gibber Road is uh, still closed uh, down the centre there. Uh, that must be a tricky one as well for you guys. Yeah, at the same time, you know, it can. People got their backtracks and other ways of getting to and from community during the floodwater time. Um, but that, you know, with, with oil drive and not light vehicles. But, yeah, I mean, it's hard times at the moment and... Well, Fitzroy is kind of really quiet at the moment. We've got took back whole heap of people back to their communities in the last couple of days, and tomorrow probably be the last day for other members to go back to their communities. But uh, it's, it's like a ghost town now. It's pretty quiet. They say it would be. Anthony, I was only just not long ago talking to the State Minister for Indigenous Affairs, uh, Ben White. So how, how are you guys going with the deadline uh, for nine o'clock with community closures um well it's kind of like business it's normal for us here at marawara but we understand that a lot of the communities are going into lockdown mode um but we're just getting special permission just to cart people from the township back to the back to their communities but but the communities are taking this very seriously they're going to go down in lockdown um and then we're gonna we we're having a meeting with DFAS at the moment, the Department of Fire and Emergency Service, and probably to look at ways and how we can work together to to help our mob here in the valley. Working together is important, Anthony. We thank you for taking the time as well to talk to us. You've got any last words you'd like to uh, depart with for those that might want to yes yes um, I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd like for people just to take note on what what the health workers and in their communities are saying about safety and about precaution and about um hygiene about distance about um yeah all of these new stuff that's coming in now it's, you know it's Listen, take note on what the government's saying, all the, all the press release, and just be safe. When this isolation is, is, is good for now, for you and your family, and I wish you guys, you guys all the very best in this hard time. You too, Anthony. You too. Keep safe, bro. Okay. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you, Dickie. Okay. Thank you. Over now. Bye. Keep, keep safe oh, our thoughts okay. uh, with uh, those that are going through that process at, at the moment and it seems that uh, all legs are running and it's nice to know that uh, uh, communities themselves are taking on that responsibility uh, the larger centres and towns uh, to assure that uh, the remote members are back on uh, country uh, 
in uh, the next day or so before that lockdown really happens uh, tonight at around about nine o'clock. If you're not an essential service uh, going through these uh, places, you're going to be fined uh, $50, $50,000, $50,000 is uh, what you're going to be fined for doing that. Uh, the Minister for Indigenous Affairs also asked if you're visiting WA at the moment as a tourist or visitor, uh, please uh, find somewhere safe yourself uh, to reside as they're concerned uh, with the communities going into lockdown and in fact um, there's the decisions being made at the moment about uh, isolating the regions as part of the Biosecurity Act uh, 2015 so we could probably notice that uh, the same enforcements will be very much for the whole of uh, the Kimberley. Only those entering in with uh, special exemption as they've already uh, closed all of the borders uh, here in WA. Only essential services coming through and some of the FIFO workers that, that need to be able to... Um, a commute uh, uh, between uh, family and uh, workplaces and essential services there. It was concerning uh, to note that uh, one of the big concerns of uh, the state minister was just working in with these remote communities around uh, the Goldfields, Midwest, uh, East Pilbara and uh, Kimberley regions where roughly 90% of the state Aboriginal people reside, uh, so that's pretty much uh, a lot of countrymen being isolated. Uh, we're going to be with you as long as we can, broadcasting from uh, the studios. We we'll also have been having to had make uh, changes with the operations um, now only essential staff only so I'm uh, pretty much alone operating got Maddie next door who's well and truly keeping in line with the uh, social isolation along with Will Thomas who's been uh, presenting uh, Bricky he was with you a little earlier on and uh, doing a lot of uh, chats by telephone getting that information out if you care to share with uh, happenings out there please give our reception a call we'd love to be able to assist you even if it's uh, use operating small businesses and wanting uh, to just uh, protect yourself and your staff, such as uh, Broom Electrics, have uh, done only taking uh, emergency work only. So a lot of their uh, checking of systems, their contract work that they do with fire, smoke alarms and all of that, they're putting on hold for the moment. And if you've got a tradie, 
wanting to uh, come in or needing to come into your place uh, at any point, whether it be a plumber, please let them know that you're in self-isolation so they can be uh, prepared uh, when entering into your premises. Uh, Talking uh, then uh, to Diggy Bedford, who's the CEO of Marawara Aboriginal Cooperation in Fitzroy Crossing, and very blessed to have the chairperson with him as well, Anthony McClady, uh, as uh, they're themselves on the job uh, assisting remote community members to go home. <laughs> 